Good morning and welcome to episode 19. If you've just joined us, I'm Robin at Attire Rich on Instagram and this is Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Hey! Welcome. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> If you've just joined us this week, uh, every single week we talk about the upcoming lunar phase. And the one that is nearest to us is the new moon in Scorpio on November 14th. Uh, the new moon in Scorpio is a very sexual <laughs> new moon. Yeah. It basically yeah. tells us that we should deep dive into our feelings and kind of explore that as much as you can and because of that that can be feelings that are sexual feelings that are emotional I mean you know what I mean feelings are a very broad spectrum Um, yeah it also gives us this desire for emotional exchanges that are meaningful and because Mm -hmm. of that it can put you in a position where you might be opening up about how you feel towards somebody or you know opening that sort of channel of communication again which is amazing because the day before uh, Mars retrograde ends and as we talked about before Mars retrograde has been very hostile and so (laughs) if we're ending on the 13th Mars retrograde and then we're moving into the Scorpio new moon that is this big I don't know raw emotional energy (laughs) it's a really good I don't know, exchange, like uh, a good transition, Mm -hmm. (laughs) possibly a bit healthy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I really feel like Scorpio is such a like a blatantly honest sign that, mm -hmm. you know, it's just as you said about feelings, like being on it, like extremely honest with yourself about your feelings and expressing them with other people. The one thing I will say with this new moon is that although you might be exploring some sexual sexual what what is wrong with me (laughs) sexual uh relationships with people that you might find that those relationships because they are built shallow and artificially because it's just like a lust situation they're Mm -hmm. not going to satisfy you in the long term so you have to kind of go into it being okay with that if that makes sense oh that makes sense yeah like it's it's a one-night stand don't move in. <laughs> and that's Don't okay. Move in. <laughs> Don't move we know in. it's cuddle season. <laughs> Don't Things move are in. getting cozy, but this is not the time to move your shit into that guy you fucks house. It's just not. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I also find that Scorpio moons are also great for like divination and stuff like that. Um, oh, really? I never really thought about that. Yeah. Just because I think Scorpio, like if you've, I feel like most of the time, like 50% of witches are Scorpios because they're so like into like (laughs) magic and all that. I like, I honestly think even people in our, like most of the people in our discord are Scorpios, which is funny. (laughs) I think so. I hadn't really thought about it, but you might be right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. I never thought about that. Little, 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 little thought. (laughs) So, 
if you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and then our own interpretations of the cards. Hearing others' opinions helps beginners form their own opinions, or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. So this week we're talking about the Two of Wands. On this card, you see someone on a tower holding a wand and a globe. They're looking towards the ocean ahead of them, and behind them is another wand and like mountainous terrain, some houses and all of that. But the universal meaning of this card is about facing two different paths and needing to make a decision. It can also represent travel and planning for the future. Mm-hmm. When this comes up in readings for myself, it definitely has the tarot cards like of death and even page like energy. I see it as needing to leave the past behind and embracing the new, such as new adventures and new growth and new passions. When we are faced with wanting to make some changes in our life, um, the best course of action we can take is, you know, to plan for it before we fully dive in. It is important to have a strategy most of the time when you are wanting to venture outside of your comfort zone. If you Look at this card, especially you know on the Rider Waite Smith version of the deck. Um, his deck is turned. Um, his de- his back is turned away from the other wand. To me, this represents the past being the past. We have achieved what we could, and now it's time to move on from it. Time to look towards new horizons and inspiration. You should still be proud of what you did in the past, though, and definitely use what you've learned as knowledge as you're plotting your course forward. But yeah, just like embracing the new. So Robin here, how do you view this card? Well, actually going off what you just said with the back turn to the one wand, if you look at Mm -hmm. the the wand on the right hand side carefully, at least in my version of the deck, um, it's fixed. So the, the wand on the right hand side is actually like attached to the sort of, I don't know, wall that it's next to. Mm -hmm. Um. And to me, that tells us that 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 path is choosing to stay or to go, if that makes sense, because Mm -hmm. it is so fixed. Um, When I see this card come up in love readings, I (laughs) hate it. I hate it so much because as you see, like the the man holding um, the world in his hand, to me, Uh that always up as like a person who objectifies the other person and um it's just typically how it comes up i mean sometimes it comes up depending on the other cards around it as they make that person their whole world and they're ready to go for like a adventure with them or whatever but most times Mm -hmm. it's they're taking them for a ride and they're objectifying that person Mm -hmm. and i hate it i hate seeing (laughs) um yeah it's i hate it but in an overall sense of things it is that sort of time for pause and reflection before moving forward and deciding Mm -hmm. like you said to leave the past behind you it's overall very positive card it's just i hate it in love readings (laughs) (laughs) that makes sense I, i really like when it pops up in love readings for me it's always like well, um, you're probably going to be leaving <laughs> who you're with <laughs> and you're yes. going to be like, going to explore more different types of people. 
Yeah. But. Yeah, exactly. And I I don't know. I just I just hate it. I hate it so much. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, just, your partner sucks. There's always that those cards that pop up in readings that you're like, ugh. How am I so gonna let him know? Especially, yeah, especially if it's for like a client reading, you're like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm always like really careful to be like sometimes it means this <laughs> sometimes yeah not necessarily for you but <laughs> 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 take it into consideration <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> So an ongoing theme that we've been talking about lately has been kind of getting cozy, getting holed in for winter. And on that note, we thought it would be a good idea to talk about kitchen wintry and just incorporating that into your craft because it's freaking cold outside and why shouldn't you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what the weather's been like where you're at, M, but it got to 12 degrees last night. <laughs> what? Yeah. I mean, we were getting pretty cold where it was like 30 degrees, but it's that now it's back up to the 70s. So jealous. But, it's capping yeah, out at 40 it's here. Awful. I want I want actual seasons, please and thank you. <laughs> Not second summer. No. <laughs> I would take second summer. I mean, I know that that means it's global warming, but I'll, I would I would take it. We can trade. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, so on that note, how are you incorporating kitchen witchery into your craft? Oh, so I love kitchen witchery. I know we, as you said, we talked about in previous episodes, but around this time of year, I try to involve it in my craft as much as possible. Mm -hmm. This time of year can get so busy and the sense of family and wanting comfort is highlighted, you know, as you said, which makes food an easy means of working spells. I mean, most likely you're already cooking in some form, so why not? And I feel that, especially for myself, personal correspondences are just as important or if not more important than normal correspondences when it comes to kitchen witchery. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm making mashed potatoes, I think of my grandmother that which represents happiness, comfort and love to me because she would make it all the time for me when I was little. Mm -hmm. And um, so when handling the potatoes, I envision envision feeling that comfort and that warmth. And also, mm -hmm. like if I'm adding butter, you know, and butter is yellow, even if you use vegan butter, mm -hmm. um, yellow corresponds to happiness. So I just like I like thinking about the energy and feeling um, and adding that feeling when um, I make my dishes. And, you know, I, I've recommended this book in the past, but I suggest picking up Llewellyn's Big Book of Correspondences if you are fixing a recipe. That way, when you're adding like herbs, fruits and veg, you can see what they represent before you cook with them. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Uh, the what's that, guys? The, the Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs. Oh, who Scott is, Cunningham. Who's the author? Cunningham. I was going to say Buckland, but I knew that was wrong. Um, 
Uh, that's a really good book too. I mean, it's yeah, it not my favorite overall for herbs, but it mm-hmm. is still a really great book and it's affordable and easily accessible. Um, yes. It also has a correspondence in there for getting rid of snakes. So if you're trying to get rid of snakes <laughs> in your kitchen with tree, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hop on that book. <laughs> um, but for me, I like baking a lot. And so mm-hmm. uh, I I mean, I enjoy cooking in general. And we I cook a lot, especially considering we're vegan. I and we live in a rural area. I pretty much have to cook everything. <laughs> yeah, same um, because of my limitations. I oh, can't. Yeah, really I, trust forgot. I always forget about that. Stuff. Bad friend. <laughs> it's uh, no, it just sucks. I want to forget about it, too. Please let me. <laughs> Um, but so I do a lot, a lot of cooking, but I really enjoy baking and I really enjoy making pies, but like Mm -hmm. savory pies, like pot pies and meat pies and stuff like that. And so Mm -hmm. I will incorporate herbs and stuff like that, that have a correspondence, but because it's a pie, you can also carve stuff into the top of the crust. And so, like, I will put sigils on the pie or I will, you know, do, like, symbolism on the pie and stuff like that. Or even, Mm -hmm. like, numerology with how many, like, holes I cut into it. It's it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. I also like, for, like, bigger spells, I like burning a corresponding candle nearby. Like, yes. if I'm making chili, I'll most likely will be working with an abundance spell, so I'll have, like, a green candle with some green crystals n- near. And I love, also for, like, love your chili recipes, too. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but I also, for, like, bigger spells, I like to write down things as I add them, so I could tuck it behind mm-hmm. my altar. Like, if I use rosemary i will write down i use rosemary to invoke protection i use cinnamon to invoke abundance you know etc that makes sense um yeah i i i really like doing like i said i like doing foods where i can carve stuff into it um mm-hmm. we i know you got it i got it too the wiccan recipe book yes yes um I'm trying to remember what it's called. Oh, it's literally just called the Wicca Cookbook. <laughs> yes, the Wicca um, Cookbook. <laughs> uh, Marie and I were both sent it uh, a couple months back, and there's a few recipes in there that have things like butternut squash, and you can back to carving stuff into things. Clearly, I have a fixation. <laughs> uh, like the butternut squash, you can carve into that. Um, you know, while it's baking, I am very big on cutting and carving into my food (laughs) i like that i mean i do that for the candles so it makes sense yeah it's always been just like a really natural transition to me at least i've always felt it's been a natural transition i think i think that's why like sometimes i like write things down because sometimes i'm very visual and i need to see you know like have that intention down so doing it as a symbol on the food makes a lot of sense yeah, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, it just it has always felt like a obvious transition. <laughs> and 
I do want to say if like if you're a parent of like a witchling, I think kitchen witchery is such a fun way to involve them. You can talk about correspondences, make cookies in the shape of symbols and teach them about adding things in with attention. It makes spell work fun and it definitely takes the pressure off of making them think that they have to do everything perfectly when it comes to spell work. Right. I, I mean, I don't obviously have a witch like myself, but I do think that's a really good idea because I know lots and lots of kids love to help in the kitchen. So yes, they do. It's such a <laughs> yes, they do. easy transition. I mean, I was that kid. I liked help in the kitchen, so I wasn't good at it, mm-hmm. but I sure like to. <laughs> <laughs> And I do find like with witchlings and stuff, like they really like their energy is so crazy that they (laughs) add a whole lot to, you know, the spells. So definitely highly recommend. Yeah. And I know Marie and I have talked about this a lot in in our Discord. I don't think we've ever talked about it on the Patreon, but a lot of the herbs you already have in your pantry hold so much Mm -hmm. correspondence in them that if you yeah like yes there are these super exotic herbs that you can use and herbs that are harder to find or that you might not be able to get you know at the store but um you don't need to go that route when you probably already have everything you could possibly need right in your cabinet 100%. 100%. I mean, unless and you're my grandparents like, who only use parsley, in which case, perhaps it's time to invest in some more. <laughs> parsley. Why, people? <laughs> hey, hey, it's cleansing and you can use it for abundance. So, well, there you I mean, I'll let, I'll let Mary know. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> But yeah, I, I, you probably already have a lot, a lot, a lot of herbs in your pantry that can be used for a wide variety of things. It really just takes time to research. So like go in your cabinet, grab five or six herbs, go do a little researching, write it down. You don't need to use it right now. You know what I mean? But write mm-hmm. it down and refer to that later when you are actually needing a spell for something like that. Exactly. I love that. It's simple Simon, guys. <laughs> yeah i mean i i think it'd be also cool like if you had like a little herb cabinet to like have like a piece of paper or something that has the correspondences so as you are adding stuff to the recipe you're like oh well that's for that so then you're not like having to call out a book each time like you remember like i mean maybe this is just my grandparents but they had like like a um, like a clipboard type thing like a note thing on in, in the inside of their pantry and it would mm-hmm. say like one tablespoon equals you know three teaspoons oh, yeah. or whatever like if you had something like that but instead of it being measurements it was like correspondence that then it's so like cute. an easy kitchen witchery reference sheet yeah i'm gonna do that well <laughs> Wow, Robin, you're filled with great ideas. (laughs) I love that idea. Thanks, I have a really big brain. I have an enormous brain. (laughs) We're educating ourselves too on this podcast, guys. I'm just like really, really clever. Um, This is why I'm the supreme. (laughs) All bow, the supreme. Thank you, thank you for the recognition. Recognition? That's the word. <laughs> Hello. 
my gosh. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my word. <laughs> So, Maria, what's stirring your cauldron this week? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so, I am absolutely loving reusable spells, specifically for um, candle magic right now. If you follow me on Insta, I did a recent post about it. I just think, you know, it's just a, it's such a great way to conserve resources, which definitely comes in handy right now because of COVID. Um, you know, I can't even make it to my local metaphysical store due to the weird hours they have they have to keep because of everything. So this definitely helps me keep my stock up where I don't have to order things as often. And I've been personally using tea lights to refill these spells, but I could definitely, uh, it could definitely work with like chime candles as long as you have something that catches the wax each time. And, you know, just rounding it with like herbs and, you know, you're going to use it for the same intention you know, repeatedly. Right. So you can't be like all of a sudden, oh, this love spell is now an abundance spell. It's not going to work that <laughs> way. <laughs> so yeah, my intentions say relatively the same um, this time of year. You know, I just want my family to have happiness and to feel protected and to have light come in this house when nights get longer. So, you know, my re- you know, reusable spells have been geared towards that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I could just keep this intention going throughout the seat without uh, throughout the season without having to buy more and more herbs. I mean, it's, I it's lazy so witchcraft one hundred and one. <laughs> but it's honestly, so you know, this is so great for like busy parents or workers that don't have much time for like spell work, but you enjoy the ritual of it. So why not? Yeah, I think it's so clever. <laughs> it's like it's truly like ultimate budget friendly witchcraft. Because, like, mm-hmm. especially, like, actually going back to the kitchen witchery stuff that we were just talking about, where if mm-hmm. you are getting more, like, harder to get herbs or ingredients, if you set it up this way, you are essentially setting yourself up to get more use out of it. Exactly. Um, my only question, I guess, would be, and this is just, like, a personal preference question, is would you cleanse it in between? Or do you? I would. I would. Yeah. And then recharge it with my intention, like holding my hands over right. it. Right. And, and the like ingredients just remain the it. same. That's so brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> That's genuinely so brilliant. I, I mean, I'm sure I'm not the first person to thought, think of it, but I like seriously, like oh my a God, week ago, I was just laying in bed. Supreme. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm going to have to fuck you up, Maria. Like this is, this is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, so like, why have I thought about this before? I mean, it makes things, it makes so much sense and yeah. it makes things so much easier, especially as I said, you know, this year's, I mean, this year has been crazy, but we're heading into like crazy, busy holiday season. So why not make it a little easier on yourself? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally though. And you get to save a little bit of money and yeah, I think I think it's brilliant. And again, I guess if you have little witchlings, like you said yourself, mm-hmm. that would be a really easy way to incorporate them in it as well because they're not having to like touch a bunch of herbs and do a bunch of things. They just can like hold the jar and put their own intention into it, etc. It's pretty clever. Yeah. You're clever, you. Em. and. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thanks. I try. <laughs> but, um, also, if you want to add your intentions even more each time that you do it, you can always do Robin's favorite thing and add symbols and sigils to the candle. Yes. It's oh. uh, actually. Wow, I just thought of this. Oh my god, I'm so smart. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you can He's get reclaiming the supreme title. Listen, guys, here she I, comes. Here she comes. Never threatened. Okay, <laughs> but you know the jars <laughs> that you've been putting them in that have been like the candle jar things. Mm-hmm. You could get a whiteboard marker, and mm-hmm. you could put your sigils, symbols, whatever on the outside of it, and then all you got to do is wipe it off. And make it again for the next time. Or make it Hell new yes. for the next time. Wow. I'm so I'd smart. Love that. <laughs> oh, oh, and also about the cleansing thing. I think if as long also is that you have salt in there, it would be like yeah. self-cleansing. Salt yeah. is self-cleansing. So is selenite. Yeah. Yes. Love selenite. <clears throat> you love to see it. You really do. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I highly recommend it to our, you know, witches who are on a budget and want to save some money. And you want to get those herbs and you're like, I don't want to use so much of it at once. I mean, this helps you (laughs) in the long run being like, well, I'm going to use it again and it's going to be fine. It's so smart. You're the smartest. Congratulations. Wow. Thanks. Thanks. So, Robin, what is not stirring your cauldron right now? Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Um, I'm sick and tired of scammers. I know that our community has a charlatan problem, (laughs) but I'm legitimately sick of it. And very specifically, I'm sick and tired of my business being used to scam people (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's it's making me physically ill i had somebody have the absolute fucking audacity to use one of those reposting apps you know the Uh ones that like it'll copy the caption and everything so i got tagged in it like i got added (laughs) in their their scam like (laughs) And so what? I was directed. Yeah, it was like honestly the messiest scammer on the planet. But they like screenshot <laughs> my store products and screenshot what? like my handmade products and put them on their thing, like DM me. And it's like, I don't sell via DM. <laughs> and the thing is, is, I think that even though obviously I don't like it because it's me, right, who's being affected by it. <laughs> It also is a reflection of a much larger problem in our community. Um, 100%. Which is not okay. It's just not good. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, it makes, like, you know, obviously you, me, like, like, we tarot. It does. It really, like, makes our community look bad because of these people taking advantage of other people. And, like, I know that we've briefly talked about this before but i will say it again don't ever give someone your money without some sort of dialogue with them first um i'm not saying that you Mm -hmm. should 
like vet people in the way that it's like testing them or something crazy like that. Mm -hmm. But what I do feel is that you should, you know, ask them questions about the process, send them an email like, hey, I am thinking about getting a reading from you. Like, what's it like? Like, what can I expect from a reading from you? Um, And if they are honest with you and they just tell you what their process is like, then go with them. But a scammer and a charlatan will be like, oh, the ancient gods will speak to me through my soul or some fucking bullshit. (laughs) The ancestors have a message for you. And they'll basically not answer your question and give you this runaround where they're just telling you horse shit that they think sounds good. and. It's really frustrating. Like, I, I, it's really frustrating for me. And, like, obviously, like I said, I am irritated at the fact that scammers are using my shit. They're using Maria's shit. But I'm mostly mm-hmm. angry on behalf of everybody else. <laughs> because yes. I, using our photos, our businesses as an example, Maria and I take a lot mm-hmm. of time to make our stuff palatable and beautiful. And we work really hard on our craft and what Mm -hmm. we sell and you have people taking advantage of that taking those photos right Mm -hmm. and then you the consumer are like wow they've obviously put effort into it this must be real and yeah i'm mad on behalf of those for for those people who potentially fall for it because that's not fucking cool yeah and i think a yeah, I think the biggest thing too people need to watch out if that if you get a DM from like from Anyone. someone being like I can do a reading for you, that or is a, a red flag. Yeah, or a that's a red back, flag. Like, oh, I I have a you know I can do readings for you at a great rate on somebody else's page. That's a huge mm-hmm. red flag. And I mean, I I know that that should be obvious, but maybe it's not. And I mean, obviously, it's working on some people. Otherwise, they wouldn't be doing this. So <laughs> yeah, like people have told me that they'll receive an email, like a, a DM from the person impersonating me. And we'll be like, I'm going to give you a reading. And I'm like, I would never, ever never in just like force myself in a client's life being like, hey, I, I'll do a reading for you. I will never do that. You come like you need to come to me. 100%. And, you know, you need to seek yeah. it out via us or whomever, not the other way around. Mm-hmm. People that seek it out to you are scammers and they're pieces of shit. And they mm-hmm. are looking at your social media, doing a brief mm-hmm. little scan to find buzzwords that they can throw at you. So that way you go, oh, how could they have known that? Well, you posted it on social media and they were able to, you know, do some basic matters of deduction to use buzzwords at you. So it makes me upset. It makes me angry for everybody else. And mm-hmm. I'm just tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> and a good another good way to tell is that they usually add all their photos within the same day. So Mm -hmm. check the dates for the photos, especially on Mm -hmm. Instagram, of when they started adding photos. Because if it's all on the same day, it's a scammer. It's 100% a scammer. Uh, Similarly speaking, if there's no caption other than DM me or something like that, it's a scammer. (laughs) 100%. Like, not trying to be dramatic, but like, Look at Maria's beautifully curated photos. Do you think that she would have spent three hours taking that photo, setting that photo up, making it gorgeous, editing it to put no fucking caption? 
Hello? <laughs> Not to mention, like, doing them all at once. It takes me three hours to edit, like, one photo. Like, yeah. please. <laughs> Hello? Please. <laughs> um, so, I'm, I'm not trying to say that anybody is you know, dumb enough to fall for that. I don't think that yeah. you're dumb if you do fall. I think that the, these people are professionals at scamming people and just don't fall for it, please. And especially know that if it's myself or Maria, we don't do shit through via DMs. No. <laughs> the only nope. time I do something through DMs is if a client contacts me about a reading. Mm-hmm. They're like, let's say they're like, oh, I'm deciding between this and this. And I walk them through which one's the better one then i might send them my scheduling link via dm because we've already had the conversation there there's no need to email them as well um but that's it (laughs) that's the extent of it and it's because they came to me not the fucking other way around yeah Yeah, i completely yeah i agree (laughs) fuck (laughs) them If you're new here with us, uh, every week we talk about creators, shops, whatever that we're loving right now that we think is interesting to you guys or could be. And that being said, as we say every single time, do not DM us, do not email us, do not freaking contact us in any way asking to be on here. It's not only rude, but the entire purpose of this is stuff that we've organically found that we thought other people would enjoy and could benefit from. So these aren't paid ads. So stop, stop messaging us. Knock it off. It's ugly. 100%. <laughs> it's ugly. Stop it. We want to remain ad-free. Please and thank you. Yeah, we are going to remain ad-free. That's the whole reason we have a Patreon. Stop sending us messages. It's ugly. <laughs> so on that note, Maria, who are you loving this week? I actually have been loving an app. It's called Xena. Um and it's like a digital journaling app that's really so user friendly and so amazing. You could add your own like PNGs to it and transparent images. And I have developed my book of shadows on there and also my book of mirrors. And it's just, it's so relaxing. And I actually feel like I can be creative and like develop a beautiful looking book of shadows (laughs) that like, I'm always seeing like these artists like create these beautiful, like written down, like pen to paper, like books and i'm like i can't do that i (laughs) i am creative but not in that sense like i get stressed out drawing a stick figure so (laughs) having like being able to involve like photography which i love and like the whole like collage thing has been such a great outlet for me and i i I love putting together my book of shadows now and before then it was just like I don't like my handwriting that day. I was just going to say, you hate your handwriting. (laughs) I do. I hate it. I hate it so much. (laughs) Just so ridiculous. But that's okay. You're allowed to hate it. (laughs) Thanks. But I definitely, it's very user-friendly, as I said, um, out of all the programs I have used so far. And... It, it, it does cost money. It's right now it's like $40 annually, but 
like I'm enjoying it so much that it's been well worth the price Mm because I spent like a month being like, do I want to do it? Should I do it? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, highly recommend if you are looking to develop a book of shadows digitally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. How about you? What have you been loving? I found this shop um, when I was looking for other stuff, actually. Um, And I just think it's really smart. They're called Luna Lumi on Etsy. Mm -hmm. And they, they do like kits that are basically targeted at new witches. So they'll Mm -hmm. be like, they've got like a baby witch kit. And in the baby witch kit, it's, I think it's like 60 bucks, which is expensive, but it's got, it comes with a whole like bundle of candles. It comes with herbs. It comes with like clear quartz, rose quartz, amethyst. It comes with jars and salts. And just like, it's, it's a true like good foundational kit and they've Mm -hmm. got other kits like that that have like a whole bunch of different price ranges and i just think it's really smart um i was looking looking up kits online in general because i've been thinking about adding kits to my shop and this isn't the kind of kit that i want to sell but um because i was just trying to see like what other people's price ranges are because i don't want to you know put something out there that's gonna be like so crazy out of the market you know what I mean yeah Um, and then I found this and I was like this is so brilliant like I think that if especially if some of our listeners are new they they would get a lot out of this like they've got one that's a green witch box that has like an herbal wand and candles and crystals and they've got like these little baggies that have a bunch of different herbs in it I think it's literally got like let me count. It's got 16, 17 different herbs that you get. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've got like yeah. wax melt and a whole bunch of stuff. I just think it's really fucking smart. Like it's smart. a very, very clever kit. And I think that, yes, the price is maybe startling when you see it at first. But then when you see all the stuff you're actually getting with it, it's quite, quite clever and a good Especially, deal, I feel uh, like. Yeah, it looks like some of the herbs, too, are, like, hard to find. Yeah, and... like, they, one of their kits has blue cornflower in it, which blue cornflower is not necessarily that hard to get, but I've never seen it in my apothecaries. I've always had to get it online. No. Yeah, and it's gorgeous. Like, it's so gorgeous. Blue cornflower. <laughs> but yeah, I also I... love that they have a rose quartz knife like hello yeah that's really pretty (laughs) it's just it's just cool and they've got the spell spell bottles and stuff like that and i just think it's really fucking clever um yeah so this shop is very cool i'm glad i found it and i'll probably be buying from them at some point (laughs) um but yeah, it's very clever. And I think that if you are somebody who is like, oh, I'm just starting out, I would like to have like a beginning something like something like this would be a good idea. I completely agree because getting all that stuff at one time can be very daunting. And, you know, yeah. And not knowing where to start, et cetera. And it kind yeah. of puts you in that position like we talked about before where... Now you have these herbs, you just need to look up the correspondences and you've got them ready to go. So I think it's useful. I think it's smart. (laughs) So yay. (laughs) 100%. 
Thank you guys for joining us. We hope that you'll join us again next, well, no, two Fridays from now on November 27th for our 20th episode. Keep an eye out on our Instagrams and on our Twitter. And you can follow us on Twitter at Coffee Cauldrons <laughs> for more information. <laughs> Or even better, joining us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your questions next time in our part two. You'll even get to hear our beautiful voices <laughs> for an additional 30-ish <laughs> minutes um, per episode if you are in our Patreon tier casting and up. Yes. So, again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin from Addy Tired Witch on Instagram. And Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. All right, you ready? ready? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One, One. Two. two.